One thing I hate is redlining it. Uh, I do that a lot because I shout talk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's for, you know, the audience loves it. Yeah, I don't think they do. Well, luckily what happens is I'm really overweight, so I'm always a little bit out of breath. So yeah. it kind of amps it down a little. It's pretty good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That, with my wheezing, it's probably the perfect uh, podcast. Radio's easy. I yeah. mean, you know. You boys' lungs are always benching like 225. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Do we, do we skip the signature banter now? Do I just jump right into it? Oh, if you want to do signature banter, I think that all three of us mm-hmm. should legally change at least our middle names to Jamiroquai. How do we feel? <laughs> I, li- I like it. I don't know how to spell it. I guess, you know, one quick Google search, but... BJ Woodard, they'd call me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cool bonus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'd be called JJ. Right? Look at, look oh, at, yeah. look at all this coming together. Cool. Damn. SJ? SJR? No. Yeah. No, I yeah. would just shorten it to Jam. They call me Jam Rider. <laughs> <laughs> BJJJ and Jam. That's now that's a radio show name. See, I can be. I wish I had thought of Jam. <laughs> yeah, I took that pretty. <laughs> so upset. So upset right now. I didn't have that pre-locked and loaded, by the way. That just came to me in the moment. <laughs> no, you can tell. You can tell. I No, I genuinely... I didn't think about nicknames. I didn't think about... Yeah. BJ or JJ. Mm. I felt like I was listening to Whose Line Is It Anyway when you said it. <laughs> I don't, I'm not familiar with that. What is that? It's just improv. You're Ryan Stiles over a, there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not familiar with who that is either. I assume it's a movie or TV show. He was on the Drew Carey show. He's tall. Yeah, it was an improv game show that was popular in the UK and then moved to the United States. That was also hosted by Drew Carey in the United States. Probably just cut, oh, yeah. cut all this part out of the podcast. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I absolutely. was just yeah. I had an actual sudden yawn come on. It wasn't that what you were saying was boring me, but yeah, I'm sorry. Answering your questions is very boring. I understand that. Something understand. made me really tired all of a sudden and want to be asleep <laughs> instead of awake. So, <laughs> hey, and welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. We have we have Brett here again. Hey, Brett. I'm Brett. Hi. Um, this podcast, we're gonna we're gonna do three things. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna discuss a candy. We're gonna um, take a movie and expand on it, and uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about Jeff's animals. Knowledge about how much he knows about an eighties movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feels Damn. superior to us. Very <laughs> pretty good with movies. I thought you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give you a run for your money. Do you, do you want to do that Independence Day speech? Would that make you feel better? Don't try to make me feel bad about it. I know I memorized the Independence Day speech in the fourth grade, and I can do it ever since. So it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's not. I, I, I'm saying it's impressive. No, you're saying well, you're saying it to try to embarrass me. You're, it no, was an you, attack. It was an attack. There's <laughs> <laughs> your little smear campaign you love so much. I just Jeff's need to be the center of attention is baffling to me. I mean, you have to start of, this whole. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Just try to defend yourself. What kind of egomaniac would start a podcast? You know? Right, and then put two segments in it so he can self-aggrandize. I'm open to other segments. Okay, you're not you're not afraid of axing segments I've made. Okay, I know it's been great. I like just <laughs> killing them. We're gonna have to kill the candy one too because I, I don't really buy candy. 
<sighs> I know. And it's hard to get out places shopping. I know. One one day we'll kill it, but not yet. Okay. Were you done with the list? Uh, do we only do those two things? No, I or said we... animals, but but Brett just jumped on me and started attacking me as I did it. So. <laughs> but he's he's a guest on the podcast. I mean, he did, he didn't realize, you know. So, but but first first we do talk about animals. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. Brett, Sean, what do, what do you know about the cougar? What do you guys know about Jamiroquais? <laughs> That's what a pack of cougars is called. A Jamiroquai. I don't think so. <laughs> well, JJ and Jam are disagreeing. <laughs> well, Jamiroquai was a guy, right? I thought it was a band. I think it was a guy. <laughs> yeah, is it is it like Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish? Or uh, Darius Rucker? Well, there no, there is no Hootie. Right, yeah. Maybe there's no Jamiroquai. <laughs> You know my uh, like my inability to spell it is definitely uh, stopping me from looking it up and telling it. Jamiroquai are an English funk and acid jazz band from London, formed in 1992. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Acid jazz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like a little much, right? Doesn't jazz enough? Jamiroquai is always a little much, though. Remember that <laughs> song they had? He's in that room. Yeah, it's like a cement mixer room. Yeah. Virtual Insanity, right? Uh-huh. Um, I could not ever tell you the name of the song. <laughs> the the singer name is J.K. Now, J might be short for Jamiroquai, but I doubt yeah. it. Yeah. Jamiroquai Kamiroquai is his full name. <laughs> I bet that's what his mother said. Kamiroquai, Jamiroquai. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you can just edit me out completely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Brett, you, you, you sound like early podcast Jeff. <laughs> Cougars, also known as a mountain lion. True. Yeah, true. Okay. Nailed it. I'll look it up, too, on Wikipedia, guys. Um, I feel like Brett got that right off the dome. Yeah. Well, I, I live in cougar country. Damn. Did you pick this so you can make, like, cougar jokes? No. Okay. <laughs> I was desperately uh, trying to figure out which animal to do. I was then, desperately uh, looking at my recent porn searches. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you are, you're in cougar country, is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jeff was desperately looking at his recent porn searches, and we've already done horses, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're just so majestic. Um, the video is really grainy, you know. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love inside jokes. What um, I like broadcasting them. <laughs> Have you ever seen a cougar in the wild or a mountain lion? I guess we can say mountain lion makes you feel better. Yes, one. Oh, yes. Where were you? I was camping in the Sierra oh. Nevada mountains. Oh shit! It was nighttime, and I shined my flashlight on it, and I threw a rock, and it ran away. So you engaged immediately. Well, I was woken up, being like, oh, there's something outside. And I looked, and then I saw a mountain lion, and I was, it was like 3 in the morning-ish or something. So I was just tired, and I threw a rock, and it ran away, and then I said it was a raccoon so I could go back to bed. Ah. Yeah. How far away was this thing? Mm, like 30 feet. Okay, all right. Did it look like it was coming closer, or was it just moving along? We were next to a river, so I think it was just checking out cool river stuff, maybe getting a drink, uh. eating some fish. 
Well, shit. they are ambush predators, of course, oh. as I think we all know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we woke up to it, so it wasn't doing that great of a job. Good, yeah, that's a good point. Really clopping around. So I can already but, think of one thing we need to give it for the next segment. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it was ambushing the fish, and it's fish. It's hard for fish to hear above the water, so maybe that's it's true. comfortable just flopping around. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, the second heaviest cat in the it? new world after the jaguar. I don't know what it means by the new world, but oh, the, oh, the new world. Eastern, Are you reading Earth, like Western a scroll from the yeah. 1700s? <laughs> yeah. I feel like they really, they they wanted to up its stats, like the heaviest cat in the new, yeah, no shit. There's like two big cats in the new world. <laughs> They're considered both nocturnal and crep, crepuscular? Crepuscular. Crepuscular. Yep. They're considered nocturnal and crepuscular. That's an edit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, it's a learning moment. Yeah, that's true. The audience Shoot wants to in. know that you're capable of making mistakes too. <laughs> you're pretty perfect. Yeah, true. So cougars can be smaller or bigger than jaguars, but they're less muscular. Wow, that, that seems like powerful. a real. That seems like a real dig. It seems like whoever wrote this article didn't know a lot about cougars and just kind of did a lot of, like, safety guessing. Seems like a jaguar scientist really was like, yeah, I'll do my own lines, too. Yeah, they're not as cool. They're not as big or muscular. <laughs> they're nocturnal and... Go ahead, Brett. What was... How do you say it? No, no, give it a shot. Give it a shot. <laughs> Crepuscular? Yeah. Okay. Do they hunt in packs or prides? They're mostly solitary, it says. Largely solitary by nature. Yeah. Apparently it's an ambush predator, as Sean was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, covered it. <laughs> they also, they live up to the ocean. They're hanging out on beaches, is what you're saying? There's, there's mountain lions that are, like, just north of San Francisco, just hanging out by the beach. Damn. Spooky. You can see that from your window right now? Yeah. There's nothing but them. <laughs> So they're hanging out in, in, in big groups, or no? They're they're, they're a solitary. They're a uh, they're a crepuscular. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I have to tell you what that means. Does <laughs> mean they hang out at like dusk or something, right? You could just look it up real quick. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Let him go. Crepuscular animals are those that are active primarily during twilight. This is distinguished from. Diurnal. 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 Diurnal and nocturnal. Day and night. Where an animal is active during hours of daylight or hours of darkness, respectively. Jeff, I mean this as a compliment because I'm not a big reader. Go on. It really feels good hanging out with you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shit. How many people have been telling you about all the books they're reading? Shut up. <laughs> you know, I had, to, I had to get off Instagram. You know, it's too many, too many books being talked about. We get it. Hey, I I read books all the time, and I just fucking don't talk about it ever. We appreciate that. Yeah, no one no one cares, nerd. You know, especially because you read a book. Like, yeah, it's not hard to do. They teach everybody to yeah. do it. You know, Hitler uh, wrote a book. You're gonna read his book? Gross. Yeah, they don't, they don't uh, teach everybody to do it either. 
Just saying. So I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Stone Cold Fact. And you know what? Uh, cougars probably can't read at all. They're not smart enough. So, <laughs> What's their bite force? <laughs> Is that the scientific term? Yeah, I think probably, so. Yeah. Okay, bite force of a cougar. Yeah, there's a bite force quotient. Good call. 108. Damn. Is that a lot? What's what's the lowest and, and highest bite force? Well, they didn't fucking organize the list. Is it based go, on P, 108 pounds per square inch? No. Uh, the bite force quotient is the regression of the quotient of an animal's bite force in newtons divided by its body mass in kilograms, which I think oh, we all yeah. comprehend immediately. Yeah. 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 Uh, it does not take into account sharpness of teeth, why would it, or other differences in tooth form? Of course not. This is just bite force mm-hmm. quotient. Um, how much did you say it was on a cougar? 108. 108. 108. I mean, the tiger is 1050. I mean. So I'm seeing the Tasmanian devil has a 181, and that's as high as this list goes. Ooh. Ja- Jaguar, 2000, it says. Uh, I'm seeing 137, so I think we're looking at different lists. <laughs> For a Jaguar? This yeah. is PSI. So that's not, that's yeah. different, Jeff. Yeah. You're does, right. Sean, does your list have like alligator or crocodile or one of the terrifying. Dinosaur lizards? Um, I'm so afraid see. of them, by the way. No. I got a dingo. I got bears and wolves. Oh, wolves have domestic, a high one. Domestic cat. What's, um, what's it on a domestic cat, you think? Okay, so are you guys guessing? Are you, do you want to put money on this or something? Or? Um, sure. You said, you said the uh, cougar was... 108. 108. Uh, and it's bite force and it's and it's based on their their weight as well, right? Well, in the newtons, bite force yeah. quotient is the regression of the quotient of an animal's bite force yeah. in newtons divided by its body mass in kilograms. Oof. I'm gonna I'm gonna say seventy. So if you're gonna fucking do some quick math in your head, <laughs> Brett, you gotta you gotta guess uh, for a house cat. Oh. Yeah, your domestic cat. Yeah, uh, thirty-eight. Uh, well, 58. Oh, okay. Well, he's close to that going over. That's good. Yeah. Um, is, is wolf more than cougar? A domestic dog is more than cougar. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Uh, gray wolf says 127? 136. Jeff, please. This We're is BFQ. Bite force, right? <laughs> Q? Bite force quotient. Yeah. Damn. Gray wolf 136. I don't know what list you're looking at. I'm just going to close it out entirely. Apparently, I can't find the right website. So, but I just want to clarify: you were trying to cheat in this bet with Brett. You were looking up the chart. No, I pulled up the chart with like Jaguar That's, and shit, and I was like trying to find it, and I was like, "What do you think House Cat is?" All right, yeah, you disgust <laughs> me. Um, you can always tell a, you can always tell a cheater because they definitely lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lose the early easy game. Now Brett's overconfident. Yeah, so I'll start betting large. Yeah. Uh, we see right through you. <laughs> the signs at the uh, park say if a cougar attacks you, to punch it in the face. When, when its mouth is open? Because it's got such a weak bite force ratio? Yeah, they're like, that thing bites like a bitch. Um, Do they tell you not to punch other animals in the face when they bite you? Like, what's the procedure here? Well, it always talks about black bears. You're supposed to... Uh, just get big and loud and authoritative yep. in your voice. And if a cougar attacks, you're supposed to fight it back. 
Yeah. Bears really respect authority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, they smell weakness and... Yeah. You know, Just start telling them that, you know... Start telling them the park is closed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Google says you should uh, stay calm, hold your ground, back away slowly. Um, oh, yeah, never well, I think... I think it's yeah. I think this. I think you guys are giving advice for different stages of the attack. <laughs> I think I think the punch it in the face is for after it's bitten you yeah. and it's up in your face, and I think the rest of it is for before yeah. that. You know, it, maybe throw rocks at it after you shine a flashlight. It does at say it. throw rocks at it. Yeah, sticks. Yeah. It says running may stimulate mountain lions' instinct to chase, and then it says tell the person you're camping with it's a raccoon. It worked. <laughs> It was great. I got nice sleep after that. I didn't have to worry about like getting up and moving camp. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. That's smart. Always lie to fellow campers about their <laughs> levels of safety, yeah. so you can get a couple extra winks. Yeah. <laughs> so cougars are uh, generalist predators, so mm-hmm. they'll pretty much eat any animal it can catch, um, include like insects. Really? Yeah, that's kind of the. That's the kind of. That's like it says uh, from. From insects to large ungulates. Mm-hmm. Damn. Jeff, what's an ungulate? <laughs> I don't know what an ungulate is. Right. You I should know say, this, because we've, we've talked about them before, we've actually. we talked about ungulates? Yeah. Mm. You, would you say they're crepuscular? <laughs> <laughs> or more diurnal? Uh, I, uh, not a large mammal with hooves. A hooved Like mammal, donkeys right. and rams and... Right. Horses and rhinos. Well, that makes sense that they would eat that. How, how many yeah. how many bugs do you think it's going to eat in a day to sustain when it can't find a young ungulate? Uh, the Lion King probably answered that question actually, <laughs> and that was a bigger cat. Well, they did that in a montage, you know. Yeah. Well, it's also a lion, not a cougar. It wasn't the yeah. Cougar King? Right. <laughs> That's a different video in Jeff's search history. <laughs> <laughs> My name's oh, even Brad. I'm the Cougar King. <laughs> I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> um, as much as I want to write that movie, we can't. Mm. That's the next section. Um, mm-hmm. So they'll they'll even uh, take down bull bull moose. Mm. Have you, those are fucking huge. Have you guys seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've crazy. not seen a bull moose, yeah, but... Fucking Google a picture of, like, dude stands next to bull moose, and it's the dude getting trampled because the bull moose is probably in heat and people are stupid, but... They can do that alone? Its most important prey species are various deer species, particularly North America. Mule deer, white-tailed deer, <laughs> elk, and even bull moose are taken. Can, yeah? I, can, I, say, can I say something uh, that makes me look dumb again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a bull moose and a moose? I think so, the bull's the male, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I've seen a moose before. They're huge. Okay. Yeah. What's your dog doing? Weighing in? Um, well, it's raining here, and she's scared of rain. Uh. So she'll bark at it, and then she'll um, shake for, for until it stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of apex predators. Yeah. Yeah. Her bite force is better than a cougar's, probably. <laughs> she has an underbite. Do you think that, that takes into a, into a consideration? Um, ah, that's a good point. I don't know. 
Mm. Uh, you know, I bet scientists don't either, because they're not. It's not like a weird sex thing, mm-hmm. so they don't research <laughs> it as as in depth. <laughs> Um, but yeah, these these cookers fucking eat everything. Does anything eat them? No, except for humans. We're like the only thing that hunts them. Uh, do, I guess wolves don't really exist that much anymore. But do wolves in them fight? Uh, they compete with gray wolves. Yeah, gray wolves. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of an elf's elf yeah. situation here. I'm pretty old school though, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but they they compete like for prey, but they don't, I guess, tangle. Um, well, they probably the cougars probably seen the uh, bite force index. Yeah, but I think oh no no there there are some documented cases of cougars being killed by gray wolves, packs of wolves. Oh yeah, because these lone animals gonna get taken up by packs for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, this one in this in this first case they describe. A large pack of 7 to 11 wolves killing a female cougar and her kittens. So I guess that one wasn't alone, and these wolves aren't really the heroes. Um, Dang. Yeah. The raccoons and seals, sea lions and river otters and mink. It's going to be pretty impressive to get a seal. I mean, I guess depending how far offshore it is when it's on its way back, you know? It could be a mountain seal. Mm. Yeah, a bull seal? Yeah. <laughs> Those things are huge. Have we fixed seals yet, Jeff? Do we let them walk? Is, is um, we've done walruses, is, but we haven't done walruses. seals. Yeah. yeah, I don't think walruses walked though. No, I don't think they we were the powerful walk. suck mouth though, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, you see how keen my memory is on some things. <laughs> so good, so good. You want to fix them? Well, I mean, let me just okay. skim through. We haven't even talked about how they fuck. <laughs> Females are sometimes reported as monogamous. Just the females? That's that's. This is what I'm reading. Yeah, that's that was my question too. Are sometimes? You know, Jeff, it's, it's pretty natural for the dudes to like. <laughs> they want to be held down. <laughs> it's nature, man. They're designed to spread their seed. Okay, it's about they survival. Seem, yeah, they seem like kind of a creeper species because only females are involved in parenting. <laughs> They're ambush predators and am, am, ambush lovers, right? Yeah. I don't know about that, and I don't love that description. <laughs> oh, babe, I'm just going to go get us a bull moose. Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Kitten survival rates are just over one per litter. Wow. How big are their litters? <laughs> one in six. Typically two. Damn. Okay. That's still like a 50% survival rate. Yeah, that's, mm, mm. you know, I bet if the, if the guys stuck around, it, they could, they could yeah. increase their chances. Probably. A yeah. litter of, fel- like, childs of cats are litters, and then yeah. cats poop in litter boxes. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can just keep cutting stuff out. It's not a problem. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not going to give you anything <laughs> worthwhile today. <laughs> Life right. expectancy in the wild is reported at 8 to 13 years. Do we put them Probably in at, zoos and stuff? I'm sure. That's what I'm looking Yeah, cougars may live as long as 20 years in captivity. Wow. wow. They, can't, they never even get to drink. What? They can't go to a bar, Jeff. They never get to 21. <laughs> that is a Brett-level joke. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I don't know what you can do with audio editing, but if you can make it, yeah. make it sound like I said that, that'd probably be better for Sean's brand. 
Yeah, Jeff, actually, if you could make it sound like Brett said that and then cut it, that would be, <laughs> and that would be really great. Um, and also they get uh, HIV. Human HIV? Sad. No, there's a feline immunodeficiency virus. Mm. An endemic HIV-like virus in cats is well adapted to the cougar, so. Dang. Huh. We'll end on that bummer, I guess. <laughs> Cats get AIDS. <laughs> oh, we just found a uh, name for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess cougars. Cougars get AIDS. Yeah, but I'm sure other cats do. That if you do, do cougars get AIDS, you'll get some clicks from places you didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever pumps our stats. Yeah. I'm not about that life. I want high quality listeners only. Okay. <laughs> Every member is a gold member here. <laughs> gold member. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That's a, that's a shirt. Yeah, gold, gold member. Gold, I don't gold member mm. of of the Heads Up podcast. Yeah, I think you're gonna get some pushback on Austin Powers from that one, right? <laughs> I'll make it. I'll make it. Just I'll make it different. I'll make it. Yeah. I'll make it. Clear. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just not. Let's. <laughs> Oh, I've been speaking of stuff like that. I've been doing um, mm. online yoga classes with the quarantine thing, and okay. mm-hmm. one of the teachers said they got their uh, YouTube video flagged and like a chunk of it taken out, taken down because they said we're going to do three ohms, and apparently that's copyrighted. What? <laughs> yeah, like YouTube like yeah. flagged them and was like, "This violates copyright." Damn. Big yoga, man. You don't mess with them. It's crazy. It's crazy. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta cut that too. No. What are you gonna no, fill the awkward pauses with? <laughs> it's I just when you hear an awkward pause it just means I'm I'm setting up cut points. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna look where everybody's audio flat lines go up. Oh, let me rewind twenty seconds. <laughs> Uh, I mean, could you improve a cougar? Are you kidding? Should we spit in God's eye? Yeah. Put the sound bite in. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've never listened to an episode since he put the supposed sound in. Um, you requested it. I did. I did. Jeff, I'm more of an executive. <laughs> I think this should exist. Someone else do it. Yeah, um, I like in it. In Florida, cougars are threatened by heavy traffic, which causes frequent fatal accidents. <laughs> Highways are a major barrier uh, for oh. dispersal of cougars, so... Damn. We can improve them by first making them smart enough to drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least read traffic signals. Well, highways don't usually have traffic signals. I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. If we don't want to give them the power of driving because that's you know that's Pandora's box, we could also give them the power of digging underpasses. Mm. Mm. So, mm, you know, I think maybe not underpasses, but I, I they're ambush predators already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't they live in little burrows like the trapdoor spider? And then mm-hmm. when they hear a bull moose walking overhead, they boom, leap out, hamstring it, go back in their little underground area, right? That's a good call. 
I was just thinking so they wouldn't get hit by cars. They could go under. Yeah. The yeah, but now they won't need to cross. They're not like out hunting mm. or patrolling. Right. They wait near like. Yes. Uh, All right. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. All right. No. Do you want to take it in a different direction? Let's it's, take it in a different direction. Instead Let's of see. burrowing, what if they are really good height and distant jumpers? So they can jump over most freeways, no problem. Or they're great at costumes. <laughs> and so a um, bull moose is like, oh, I guess I'll just go stand by that uh, deer. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I like both your ideas, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna flow a little bit more with Brett's here because what they can do, mm-hmm. right, is the husband and wife pair, they have to stick together. They get in those two-piece, like, horse costumes, like a deer costume. They have a bunch of ungulate costumes, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, it's so, like therapy for them. I, okay. Yeah, I don't see how at all. And we'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they dress up like a donkey, and then they go mm-hmm. walking through the woods, and the moose, the bull moose is like, oh, hey, a donkey. I'll let it get much closer to me because a donkey yeah. is not going to attack and eat me. And then, boom. The costume comes off, and there's two cougars right there. <laughs> if there's I, one thing I know, it's that a donkey is not two cougars in a costume. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I I love the idea that we're making them better at being ambush predators, and uh, I think that's pretty good. And and the success rate's got to be high, otherwise other animals are gonna. Well, that's why they're so good at costumes. costumes. Yeah, yeah. Because they make different animals. Yeah, I like it. I like it. That's, and you know what? If you're driving down the highway and you mm-hmm. see, like, a cow or a horse or a bull moose coming up near the side, you're going to slow down because you don't want to hit it because mm-hmm. it's going to damage your car. Right. Like, if you, hit a, if you hit a moose, like, you you could die, and the mm-hmm. moose might just get up and fucking walk away. Good point. Yeah. Wow, that's, that really cures the safety issue on the highways. Yeah. Um, and also, if they get so good at costumes, eventually Broadway's going to reach out and be like, look, we see what you're doing in the forest and the mountains could we use you and then we'll finally get a good version of cats we'll get a great version of cats these cougars start making a little money they start pulling themselves up from their bootstraps they start buying meat at the grocery store stimulating our economy i you know if they get a little change to walk around in i guess you'll you'll get moose farms right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't know if moose are endangered but it can't hurt to farm them, I guess. <laughs> it can't hurt to raise an entire population in captivity for for the purposes of feeding costumed cougars. Okay, okay. How do you feel about That's when good. they're sneaking uh, piano accompaniment? Um, you know what I mean? Like cartoon, like... And then if the animal looks around, it stops. Okay. Isn't that going to tip it off? Like, uh, that donkey I saw earlier wasn't accompanied by a uh, piano. It's not sneaking around as a donkey. It's it's walking around like a smug donkey. Just, you know? Yeah. Talking about when it's when it's sneaking on, up on things. Mm-hmm. So maybe it tempts the bull moose to attack it? Like, that donkey looks so smug because yeah. he's got piano music following him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go show him what for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, bam, that's when the stealth hits. Yeah. When the animal is fully aware of him. <laughs> well, if you're making them play music when they're creeping around, yeah, I'm just thinking because they're eventually going to be hitting the stage. I guess I'm just looking at their five-year plan. 
I should focus yeah. on. Well, now. I mean, you can't, you can't give them everything right off the. They got to learn to yeah. flow with the music. Oh, like I say, I say, because if, if they're sneaking, I I feel like their paws should make the piano sounds. But if they're running hard, the, the paws don't make that sound. So we have musical paws. So they learn to find a good balance. But when they're sneaking, they make that noise. Yeah, I love it. That's interesting. That's so what? they're. Their fingers become little like piano keys, yeah. and when they're when they're dressed as maybe in their costumes, mm-hmm. they have to walk on like their tiptoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what's making the piano noise. Mm-hmm. But then when they're running all out, they're like slamming them down all at once. Yeah. Yes. How do we feel about that bite force? <laughs> now this is a bad idea. I, I feel like we should go weaker, but that's probably a bad idea. I I definitely don't want to go stronger. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't need. I don't think more. Mm. It's doing what it needs to do with the bite force. I yeah. I mean, it we it could go less. I mean, house cats have bitten me, and it's not that bad. No, it's not bad at all. <laughs> but I'm sure if they were bigger, yeah, like they they could kill me with the, with whatever bite force they have if they were trying. Don't you know? for, don't forget they've got claws. You can kill with a claw. I'm sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we need to do anything with the bite force. Keep okay. the bite force the same. Give them molars. Yeah. What for? I don't know. Chewing. What if we make them aware that their bite force is less than that of a wolf, so they stop picking these fights with these wolves? Make them real insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Real insecure. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because they're all going to be committed monogamous couples now. That's true. That's very important. That's true. The and the example I gave, listen, the example I gave was husband and wife, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be, if you catch my meaning. Talking, talking husband and husband? Wife no, and wife? Absolutely, no, sorry, absolutely not. <laughs> I meant only wife and wife. <laughs> 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 the fuck do you think I meant, jackass? <laughs> I'm just saying I'm down with gay cougars that sneak around in costumes together. That sounds awesome. <laughs> of course. And listen, hey, they're going to be hitting the stage soon, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So... You know. <laughs> finish finish the thought, please. You know what I mean. <laughs> Jeff, I don't have to finish the thought. Society has finished that thought in everyone else's head already. <laughs> That's how you imply something. <laughs> how do, do they need tails? Yeah. Do they have tails now? I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> All the pictures I see over their stupid faces. I know what a cat looks like. Yeah, yeah. they have tails. Do they need them? Probably not. Unless well, they look so weird without them. Do they, do they use we, it for, like, balancing, though? Like, are they climbing down mountains? You said they're mountain lions, right? Yeah, but we've, we've kind of changed their hunting pattern, so the tail is... Does the tail gonna, help in costumes? If it's just going to get in it. the way, right? Yeah. I think it might just get in the way, yeah. Unless yeah. they have, like, a thimble on the tail or something, kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they all have harmonicas in their mouths. <laughs> they're, they're all little one-man bands. <laughs> Just, just too many music, musical instruments for one animal. I'm sorry. No, I meant thimble for sewing when they're making costumes. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Can we change the name okay. to a Broadway cat? I mean, we can't change the name really, but we can add that to their names. Okay. And then when you say it, they go meow and hold their paws out on the side. Cut that out too. <laughs> Editing yourself too fast here. Can't keep up. 
If I get a half chuckle th- out of this episode, I'll be happy. <laughs> so we we've changed uh, that they that they now get married. They stick around, mm-hmm. you know. They're good at the costumes. men stick around. The men stick around. Yeah. The women weren't the problem before. <laughs> I would like to have them not get AIDS. Okay. Oh, you really uh, pulled back on okay. that. I don't know. I, I mean, know. Won't, won't monogamy help with that? Wow, Jeff. <laughs> wow. That's worse than my gay theater joke. That's uh, I just, boy. I just didn't want to let him find the path to the AIDS and the gay tiger wow. thing. Gay lion. Mm. Wow. I get, but so what? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't want them. to... You kind of want any cats to get AIDS, I guess. <laughs> it's a hard position to argue. <laughs> <laughs> right, I like. So they don't now. Is that just it? What if they get a sniffle instead? When they get AIDS, they just sniffle. No, no, no. They they forget about. They don't get no more AIDS, no more cat AIDS. But instead, because you know. They just get a little sniffle. So you'll see, like, a donkey walking through the woods, and then, like, the back half of it sneezes, and you think it's a fart, but it doesn't sound right. And then the moose runs away because they notice, and the, other, and the other one's like, come on. What is this? And the, other, and the cat's like, well, at least it's not AIDS. We, we used to get just the sniffle. And the other one's like, yeah, that's a good point, but I'm still hungry. <laughs> what are their names in the screenplay? I don't know. I'm not a mountain lion. I couldn't begin to start writing that. <laughs> that makes. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they have to sniffle and sneeze, and that might blow their cover, so they're not like perfect. Mm-hmm. Are we okay with them not being the most muscular cat? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, they work out, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're not. They're not. They're going for tone, not definition, right? So yeah. 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 Okay. Got to stay light and nimble for the hunting. And I guess the Broadway numbers too. So yeah, uh, some are some are going to be off Broadway too. Yeah, I mean not everyone's a star, you know. Yeah, um, of course. no, of course. It's I think it's more about pliability than pure mass, right? You don't get on Broadway just because you're a cougar. <laughs> no, it's not guaranteed. No, you got to do your time. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have a lot of it because you only have twenty years, but. Uh, in captivity, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> they got like thirteen years. I mean, the stress of having to put on a, a Broadway show maybe up to five times a day—they're probably going back to wild numbers of like eight years tops. I think I think they should any any that act when they get the big opening night, mm-hmm. they die later that <laughs> night. Oh, they get they get one chance to fucking nail this performance. Yeah, oh, yeah. Damn, stakes are high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, think of the performances we're gonna get out of these cougars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, are they gonna Are they gonna do off Broadway their whole life, or are they gonna risk it all for a chance at the big time? Yeah. And maybe that's the only time that they can successfully mate is after a uh, Broadway performance where they've done so well that they die at the end of it. That's that's really gonna cut down on numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it just it's gonna it's gonna make winners. I think I think that's gonna cut too far on numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, don't know. I just I want a winner animal. I want an apex predator. 
If you want an animal that wins, don't pick an animal that has a weaker bite force than a domestic dog. Yeah. I just want them to be, you know, dreamers. I want them to try, you know. Bite Force sounds like a cool kid show, an animated kid show. <laughs> right? They're all dogs, yeah. like Paw Patrol, but like it's the dogs are learning not how to bite. It's like correct. It's about corrective behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking they were space rangers, but I guess we can. Yeah, no, they can be on space. There's okay. nothing wrong with that. All right. It's a kid show. Fucking nothing has to make sense. All right. <laughs> Do they wear helmets or no? Yes and no. Some of them do, some of them don't. Yeah. Depends on their jobs. Depends on the rank. Yeah, adds to the uh, number of toys we can sell. Right. Is there anything else to do to these uh, animals? It's the bite force. There's got to be like a catchy little tune in the beginning. <laughs> they seem perfect. Go out and buy all our toys. <laughs> yeah, cougars are fine. Sure, I'm I'm done with cougars. I'm over it. I want to. I want to. I want to make bite force. This children's <laughs> animated television show. Oh my god! Like the uh, sharks and the jets. It could be like the mountain lions and the cougars. You know, they're all the same, really. But <laughs> yeah, thank God you had that <clears throat> really current reference in your back pocket. <laughs> Yet another cut. <laughs> Allow me to talk for five minutes about a dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> See, I look. I know I've been pushing this for this for a while, mm-hmm. but you know now with the um, what do you call it, the global pandemic, mm. um, and everybody's home more often. I do think that uh, you two should have a podcast together. Nah, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I. I mean, what would it be about? You know, you could call it like dreamscapes, and you just <laughs> tell each other what dreams you had. <laughs> Really let the tape roll, you know, four or five hours. I think I think next time I can't make the podcast, mm-hmm. that's what you should do. You should do a Dreamscapes. special yeah. edition, heads up special edition. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember any of my dreams. Is that is that going to be a problem for the show? I mean, uh, just start remembering them. Keep a dream journal. Oof. All right, I'll try. Or just keep stalling to try to remember. <laughs> Brett, do you remember all your dreams? For the like, next couple hours after I wake up, usually, yeah. Okay. Well, what was the last dream you had that you remember? Hey, why don't you guys save it for dreamscapes, yeah. huh? <laughs> we don't want to make everyone uh, bust their loads. So, so we, uh, if we do uh, the podcast Dreamscapes, we're going to do some music, but you have, to do, you have to sing the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You thought I would balk at that, and I won't at all. <laughs> all right, uh, send send me the uh, send me the, the you singing, and I'll put music to it, and then we'll. Uh, you no, know, you, you do the right podcast. Now? You you send me the podcast first, so I know you've done it. <laughs> you think you're gonna draw first on me in this old time saloon? Like I'm not gonna shoot first or wait until your back is turned and kill you? I'm the villain. I'm the villain, Jeff. Okay, you got that? I got it. I got it. Now get the fuck out of this town because it's not big enough for the both of us. Let's talk about whatever shitty late 80s, early 90s film you remember in perfect detail. We fixed the fucking cougar. It's done. All right. Next dream I remember, Brett. I'm giving you, I'm giving you a, a heads up so I, we can do it. All I right. can't wait. Oh, a nice, nice plug of this podcast, too. <laughs> um, you, guys, you guys have all seen uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? Yeah, many times. I think so. That's the animated one, but it's part animated. There's yeah. like a... Um, 
the time travel scientist is in it, and another the frumpy detective guy. Chris Bob yeah, Chris Ru- yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, they're both in there. Okay. And then there's the rabbit. I don't I don't know that actor's name. <laughs> Roger. Roger Rabbit. His last name is literally Rabbit. That's his name, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, because she's oh. Jessica Rabbit after they get married. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. What is it before they're married? Uh, you never learn her maiden name. Maybe Jeff yeah. will uh, get into that in this segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the movie, there's no official last name for it. But if you go into the lore, no. Um, <laughs> so, Sean, do you need a refresher on the premise of the movie? or? So, someone frames this rabbit for something, and they have to find out who. <laughs> and I think the bad guy was the time travel scientist. Yeah. And the detective is his friend who's trying to help him. Uh, he, you know, he's reluctantly helping him, but yeah, they become friends. Okay. Yeah. Um. Do I need to know anymore? That sounds. <laughs> you basically got it. I mean, there's some cartoon racism, or oh no, um, there's cartoon um, racism. Sure. Time travel scientist wants. Something he wants to be a cartoon to live forever or something. He is, he is a cartoon. Is a cartoon. He wants to he is kill a cartoon. all the cartoons though. But he is one. Yeah. Oh, well, I he, see. He's trying to sell Some cutting commentary. He's about, trying to sell yeah, the okay. land of these two animators that encompasses Toontown, so they can build a freeway. Mm-hmm. So he's going to make some money. He's trying to destroy Toontown. And he find he creates the chemical compound known as Dip. Yeah, it's the yeah. only thing known to be able to kill a toon. Yeah, which we see and in graphic detail with a cartoon shoe. Yeah, <laughs> you watch a cartoon shoe die yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this the squeaks are done by Nancy Cartwright. Oh my god, he he knew <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna know the shoe thing, and so he all right. Who's that? Well done. Uh, that's the voice of Bart Simpson. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, what, do you think she would have gotten that job if she hadn't been the murdered <laughs> the shoe? Squeaky shoe. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot in this movie, Sean. You know, I mean, uh, this Eddie Valiant guy uh, used to run this detective agency with his brother, who was killed by a cartoon. Now he hates. Cartoons. Hey, did you know? Did you know? You know, um, the old Converse shoe factory that turned into apartments. That's oh, what really? I know, Jeff. I know real world stuff. <laughs> And it's stuff about shoes. So we're equal. Please continue. Do you know in uh, Keene, New Hampshire, there's a shine that says pair of shoes that they use in the original Jumanji movie? Bam. That's real world and movies. <laughs> and that's not too far away from either of you guys. Go check it out. I mean, not now. I've, yeah, I've, not now. It's a global pandemic. Come I've been on. there. I'll, I'll send you a picture of me under it. It'll be great. Tell me um, more about... You took your picture because there was a thing in Jumanji? <laughs> it was a group picture. Okay. That's sad, man. <laughs> That's sad. That's you went on the Jumanji walking tour, <laughs> and you you went with other people, and you were allo- you allowed physical evidence to, to persevere beyond that day. Wow. All right. Can we just focus on the movie? Can you guys stop interrupting Jeff? <laughs> but uh, he gets hired. To take pictures of Roger Rabbit's wife, the detective. Yeah. Okay. Playing patty cake with who hires him? R.K. Maroon. Who's that? 
He's uh, one. Of, he's a large animator. He's he's Roger Rabbit's boss, basically. He's like oh. an executive. I don't know why you had to say he was a large animator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what him being fat has to do with anything. And this um, movie really pairs Warner Brothers with Disney characters. Yeah. It's kind of in an unprecedented way for its time. Yeah. Get Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny, the whole gang. Mm-hmm. Has that been done later? Probably mm. in Space Jam, right? Uh, Never I don't seen remember it. any Disney characters there. Space Jam is the sports film, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, never seen it. <laughs> Come on, it's got Bill Murray, Danny DeVito, Michael Jordan. Ah, I'm more into documentaries, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> so, okay, so, yeah, so <clears throat> there's like, yeah, yeah. There's the guy in the cartoons and he's looking for him <clears throat> or whatever. He and takes then the shoe dies. He takes a, <laughs> he takes a picture, shows Roger Rabbit. And then um, the guy that's in the picture is the other big animator in this thing that owns Toontown is murdered. And they think Roger Rabbit did it, so they're out to get him. Both of them get murdered. Uh, yeah, he, he gets shot later, the other guy. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Brett knew that, and Jeff didn't. <laughs> well, they, they need both lands. So the RK Maroon was going to sell his land, but the people making the freeway needed both yeah. Both their plots of land and build the freeway. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of money in building a freeway. <laughs> <laughs> and selling your land, I guess there's a lot of money. All right. And I mean, it feels like the government would just use eminent domain to give you, like, the average price that's true. if you refuse to Judge sell. Judge Doom wanted to set up restaurants and uh, gas stations. As People well, would be going them. on yeah. and off the freeway. Yeah. My God, okay. it would right. be beautiful. Right. Yeah. Boom. Nailed it. Uh, okay. All right, so Roger Rabbit's on the run. Oh, so this is like an animated The Fugitive. He didn't kill that guy who was... (laughs) I didn't kill that guy who was hanging out with my wife. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I get this movie. I saw The Fugitive. He jumps off a waterfall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you you think of like a prequel with the the, uh, Valiant Brothers and his brother still alive? I hate prequels. You always know who's safe and who's not. Mm, all right. Okay. Well, what if we do it old style? It's all the black and white cartoons. They're always kind of like dancing up and down. And it's none of the characters in, in this movie. <laughs> Except Betty Boop because she does play a key role. In yeah. That yeah, which okay. is kind of fucked up because she's black and white and she's not getting any jobs because she's in black and white. But you I think still it would be do it, Boop, boop, Peter, <laughs> boop. <laughs> So you, you'd think, you know, it was just a film, but the they drew the characters in black and white, and uh, she's not getting any work. <laughs> Should we make it a, a Betty Boop movie? We could make it, yeah, we could make it a Betty Boop prequel. Oh, like Better Call Saul, just Better Call Betty? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the other thing you referenced is, and I feel like at this point you guys should know that I'm not going to know these things. <laughs> but yes, I guess. All right. You call it Better Call Boop, right? Yeah. Do you agree, Stella? <laughs> she's trying to chase the rain away. Yeah, the rain started again, so she's... She's not having it. She's not having it. Um, <laughs> all right, okay. So if we're not into the prequels, how about Roger Rabbit eventually joins Eddie Valiant in his private eye business? And they investigate cartoons... 
for yeah. murder. <laughs> I mean, they could do. I don't know. I'm, I'm, Things I don't other know. than murder. I don't want to watch a movie where uh, a cartoon giants a business. <laughs> or like you find out that like Mark Zuckerberg is a, really a toon, or like Jeff Bezos. Now it's too Bezos. Yeah. He's actually a cartoon. <laughs> and it's kind of a diehard thing where he wants revenge on Eddie Valiant and Roger Rabbit because mm. his brother was Judge Doom. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say uh, Jeff Bezos is actually the Monopoly cartoon guy, <laughs> Mr. Moneybags. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good, too. He wants all the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in this movie, they say the only way to kill a tune is the dip, but in the final scene, he makes the weasels laugh themselves to death. Where they become their body dies, but then they become cartoon angels. So yeah. is there a cartoon heaven movie we can make? That's a good point. Uh, well, they kind of did that with All Dogs Go to Heaven, and that's... but you're supposed to be led to believe those are just regular dogs and people. They're not cartoons, and it's not through laughter <laughs> that they die. Um, yeah, and we do know Mufasa becomes a cloud. Hmm. Uh, there's no sense that Bambi's mother went to the afterlife um yeah she went to someone's table yeah uh, well that's that's the other yeah. thing too because they they've had, they have sentient objects like swords and shoes but they also have cartoon things that aren't sentient or can't talk but still move and it's apparently okay to just think they did something wrong or even just to demonstrate you could kill something to just dip it so right. maybe there's a civil rights movie in there somewhere yeah, because they have the talking rights. sword, they have bullets that talk, they have... Yeah. Yeah. You know, they are all seem to be relegated to Toontown. He visits a club that's people only, but everyone working is a cartoon. Also, think about all the other animation styles that weren't included in Toontown. Anime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is, is there a Who, who Framed Roger Rabbit we can have, have happen in Tokyo? See, well, that's what I, I was thinking <clears throat> before you guys so rudely cut me off to try to one-up each other about your knowledge of the movie. <laughs> when Roger Rabbit joins the Frumpy Detectives detective mm-hmm. agency, yeah, it's like a they're investigating. There's like a new influx, right? Mm-hmm. You get like that Asian-American um, influx of people. Okay. Um, one of the immigration waves. And you get, a, you get a lot of Asian Americans into sort of that West Coast thing. I'm assuming they're near Hollywood or something? They're they, in California? They're, uh, yeah, they're on the West Coast, yeah. So, yeah. And they start they start getting, like... Basically, we could make Rush Hour. We could make Rush Hour 4. <laughs> Trouble in Toontown. Yeah. <laughs> Where Roger Rabbit, the frumpy detective, Chris Tucker... I've been on mm-hmm. a big Chris Tucker tip. You guys know from the group chat... Texting you guys at 11 at night with my Chris Tucker movie ideas. Um, and Jackie Chan, they all team up. Mm. Against it. Jeff Bezos, the, the Monopoly money man. And remember in the first one that like when you're first introduced to Jessica Rabbit, it's like this like sexy song thing? Maybe it's that, no, I don't. but it's a hentai scene on stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something respectful to yeah. the culture, but yeah. I mean, this is a, definitely a period piece. You know, it's happening, what, in like the 40s? I don't know, 30s, 40s. Is is there another um, genre or, or decade film we could make, live action and uh, animated with this <gasps> character? Yes, the the Rocket Man. 
the Elton John documentary? Or uh, I don't movie? know. No, that's not really a period piece because it covers multiple decades of his life, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it, so <laughs> wow! I, I fucking slam dunked on you on that movie. <laughs> that was embarrassing, Jeff. <laughs> the Rocketeer. Rocketeer. Yeah, that's okay. what I was thinking of. Okay. So, that's a period piece. That's a that's a great movie too. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. I don't know. I don't know what we do. You were just looking. You were you were fielding for, you know, period piece. It's period piece. Okay, yeah. fine, fine. Jeff the Titanic. <laughs> a cartoon boat sinks. <laughs> um, is there an, an '80s movie where um, a tune drug gets distributed among Tune Town that's super yeah. addictive? Okay, we'll just brush over both of my ideas. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. So, well, that's what that's what Rush Hour Four: Trouble in Toontown could be about. That the the some gangs have found out how to use dip to get high mm. or to make humans oh. tunes temporarily. Oh, damn! Yeah. Ooh, ooh, humans tunes or tunes humans? I don't know. Um, oh, maybe maybe it works both ways, and you can use a little bit of the modified dip, mm-hmm. turn a tune into a human, and then the crime boss is a cannibal who's eating humanized tunes because uh, he thinks it'll help him live forever. Yep. <laughs> oh, and then that'll be great for the uh, third act because then Eddie Valiant can finally figure out how to reverse it, and so like he's about to yeah. kill Roger Rabbit, who's been turned into a human, but then Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker... And Eddie Valiant come as tune versions of themselves, and there's a cool fight. That's all right. So good. There's gonna be there's gonna be a love story in there as well. Where I mentioned the hentai human. <laughs> where a tune and a human uh, Jeff. fall in love, and and one wants to. Um, Jeff, he mentioned hentai already. <laughs> I don't know what you're struggling with this concept. A human and a cartoon tree meet. Yeah. Then we blur it out. It's tasteful. We blur it out. I'm, say- I'm saying one wants to give up their life as a tune or a person and, and go the other way. Michael. To, to be Michael, yeah, sure. <laughs> to, to be more accepted in society. Um, and then they, no, turns they, out, they, they turn out that they can just be themselves. Aw. No, they, no, they, it's like the, what is it, the Gift of the Magi I think They both want to do it for the other, so they do it behind each other's backs. <laughs> and now the tune's a human, but the yeah. human's a tune, and they still get the same problem. Yeah. All right. I like that. But let's, let's dig deeper into your idea about the uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit Titanic. Let's, let's... How do you think, sorry, hold on. No, I'm still stuck on Rush Hour 4, Trouble in Toontown. Um, Chris Tucker's going to give the performance of a lifetime when he sees that mm-hmm. Jessica Rabbit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's all. We can move on to the Titanic thing. <laughs> that's all I had left to contribute. I can't wait to see Jackie Chan fight a bunch of uh, tunes, like maybe hyenas or something. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can they can hit him over the head with one of those big uh, mallets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jackie Chan, he's great. He's the best. <laughs> he's going to put a lot of meat in the seats, too. I mean, you know, I mean, in the him seat. and Chris Tucker were just, they were so good in Rush Hour and... I think acting alongside cartoons is really going to suit both of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's not an insult. I think it's going to work. <laughs> I kind of love Rush Hour 2 more than I love Rush Hour 1, which means I'm going to love Rush Hour 4. 
<laughs> uh, sorry, and the subtitle? Rumble in Toontown. T- trouble, trouble in Toontown, Toontown. but thank yeah. you. Yeah, I was thinking of Rumble in the Bronx. I guess it could be Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could be Rumble in Toontown. That, I guess that works. <laughs> All right, so keeping with the class thing for the Titanic, the boat is staffed all by cartoons except for the captain of the ship, right? And so since they can't die when the when the Titanic crashes and sinks, oh, they but also, half they the passengers are human and they, oh my, well, you can have mostly human passengers, I would think. And it's all these like it's going to be a class thing. People freezing to death. <laughs> yeah, and then the tunes are like, oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I got you, buddy. Oh. You can be. I'm freezing, and it's just like a tune in an ice cube. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that solve the problem of like the dramatic tension when the people in the engines were like, "We're going to stay down here," and it's like, "Yeah, you are because you can't die, so this isn't going to be a problem." <laughs> yeah, but maybe there's some sort of scandal that uh, that someone is is trying to sink the Titanic on purpose, trying to think he can get away with it. But the turn, he forgot, forgot tunes don't die, so when they make it back to shore, they can expose them. Oh, so they find out that there's a lot of dip in the iceberg. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's the cartoon where a big whale comes and eats some people? Oh, uh, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> what can we do with that whale? Right, we're out in the ocean. Oh yeah, because that's that's a because in the canon of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, cartoons are filmed using car- actual cartoons as actors. So that whale in Pinocchio is a real live creature in this in this world so what what, what that, we gotta tell that whale that was story. your concern that was your concern no i'm just tying it back i just that we had to verify the whale would exist in this <laughs> fantasy universe you had no problem with the titanic being staffed by cartoons but i thought you wanted i thought you wanted um the whale from pinocchio that's what i thought just okay. it's a, a cartoon whale i don't know Do you know his agent I, or something <laughs> <laughs> You getting points on the back end, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a cartoon whale story. He eats people. I know. I was just saying. I don't know how we could include him with the Titanic, right? Oh, okay, you want the Titanic? Okay. Does he help people out? Does he not help them out? No. Yeah, I. Yeah, so may, maybe they save a lot of the humans using that whale. The whale eats them, and then yeah. swims them sh- safely to a to a near nearby port or something yeah okay all right quick crossover idea is because it's been about like four months since they made a new like hobbit movie we Mm -hmm. do the cartoon universe of the hobbit meets the live action universe of the hobbit and they have an adventure together okay (laughs) they they meet pretty big go ahead they meet at like a comic-con no they they meet in the fantasy world and then they they fight together okay okay it's a pretty big um, tonal differences between those films. We'll get Andy Sergis to do both golems. It'll be fine. Yeah, I just I don't know how long it's been since you've seen the Rankin and Bass ones, a long the cartoon time. ones. But yeah, there's some pretty big uh, shifts in tone between those in like the '60s. <laughs> <laughs> they could do 70s, it. '70s, I think, and uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Oh, maybe there's a tune that's that's upset that they're doing a lot of live action remakes. Oh, they're actually 
casting human actors into these these movies that they they made popular. That's good. Let's yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say let's make the tune the secret bad guy, but then I realized that's what they did in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. So we know it works, yeah. Brett. Yeah. Think like an executive here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep doing that until it's not profitable. Oh, so like all these live action actors are getting murdered. Okay. Yeah, I like that in the remakes. Yeah, there's a lot of accidents yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. And then those sets of the live action remakes. And then this animator, who's the, the secret cartoon, is like, you know, these were a lot cheaper when we did them just animation. Yeah. What if? What if we find out that there's a studio somewhere, um, <clears throat> and they learned that if you take like a vat of dip, mm-hmm. and you take a dead actor and a dead cartoon and put them in the vat together, what comes out is CGI. Oh yeah, because CGI is <laughs> yeah CGI is like the new Terminator. It's like the new Terminator. So, like, this, this soulless CGI comes out, and then they're using that to kill people to make more CGI, and that's how we get CGI. <laughs> and it looks like all the young, ver- like, weird young versions of these old actors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a smoothed-out Bruce Willis face. When they're not acting, they talk like RoboCop. <laughs> Kurt Russell walks out, but he's, like, very weird. Yeah, if you put Bruce Willis and an old leather shoe into dip... <laughs> It comes out as a smooth, weird-looking Bruce Willis. Did you guys see Looper? I'm talking about Looper. <laughs> I didn't. I did. It's not, it's, it's not that great. It's all right. Uh, but it's not that great. I mean, he doesn't have to see it, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's not a must-see. <laughs> all right, how, how about this? We do a, uh, a documentary about Space Jam, since those cartoons are real. Oh, I thought you just wanted to scrap the whole idea and just do a documentary about the making of the movie Space Jam. It's called Burying the Lead, Jeff. I like it. (laughs) I mean, either works for me. I think that's great. I stand to learn a lot about Space Jam, which I've never seen. (laughs) Is is there something in Toontown that keeps all the uh, cartoons alive in the real world? Is Is there a magic item? Oh, like they find like the animator, and it's kind of like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And they realize that they were once created. Like they have like, yeah. their own like god myth. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we could just remake the Matrix. Okay, <laughs> With, starring you know, Bugs Bunny. Instead of the architects, you can call him the animator. Yeah, and it's got like kind of a weird forty-five minute behind-the-scenes Space Jam subplot. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it happens well on on the set of Space Jam. <laughs> That's a hell of a trilogy. <laughs> and I don't know that anyone's ever done a Space Jam behind-the-scenes Tucky series trilogy. People think that fucking Tiger King's important now. Just yeah. Funny. It's going to be gangbusters. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Neither have I, but... Oh, uh, it's, wor- it's worth it, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of hype around it, so... But it's... Yeah, I mean, if I want to see human trash yeah. be embarrassing publicly, I can take a walk. Like... <laughs> You go. Uh, I mean, just watch the first episode, Sean. Just see see how it feels. I don't like I don't like shows like that where they're just like, look at this wackadoodle dude. He's so crazy, and the dude's like, I do meth and I hit women, and I'm like, what? That's, this guy's a criminal. He's not like a weird, funny outcast. No, he is definitely a criminal, and they they uh, they they get to that. But um, it, they, he's not meant to be a funny outcast. It's like. It's a bunch of these people just pointing the finger at each other. 
insane. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably just watch reruns of The Office instead. All right. So. All right. Missing out. Missing out. Um, mm, mm. Close down this cougar window. <laughs> Nobody gets the wrong idea. Uh, is is the uh, is that detective guy dead? Not at the end of the movie. His brother is dead. Sorry, I meant the actor. Oh, Bob, Bob Hoskins? Hoskins? I don't think so. He's probably getting up okay. there, though. He is really old, right. yeah, but he's not. Dead. I was going to say, like, I saw this movie way back when, and I'm remembering, like... Yeah, he's, he's 71. No, yeah, he's super dead. He, he, di- died, he died in, in 2014. April 2014, yeah, you're right. What? Yeah, so we have to get someone so to play, play him. We CGI him. He becomes part of the CGI Oh, they plot. put him in the vat of dip. Yeah, they put him in the vat, and we CGI him. Which gives oh. Roger an interesting um, yeah. moral conundrum. And the detectives is like, oh, I kind of remember you. Oh, my memory. It's all smooth. <laughs> Weird looking. <laughs> Guys, do you want to do a quick moment of silence for Bob Hoskins? I didn't know he was dead. I love that guy. Mm. I didn't really know him, so no, but I'll be quiet while you guys are. Okay, I'm back. Um, <laughs> how old is Christopher Lloyd? 81. Oh. Dang. Dang. They got how old's Roger Rabbit? <laughs> Can that be a movie? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Every movie, every movie in this franchise has to has to be a question. Yeah. Oh, oh. Can we let's do? Can we do? Um, how old is Roger Rabbit? And it's like the X Men Apocalypse film where he's the first cartoon. <laughs> he's like somebody when he's like, oh yeah, yeah. In Egypt, somebody doodled on papyrus a little rabbit person. <laughs> Does that give him any special ability? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Other than no. he can't die. Um, yeah, he can't die. Maybe Roger Rabbit can take in the powers of other cartoons. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how cartoons work. Uh, Charles Fleischer, who did the voice of Roger Rabbit, was also in Back to the Future 2. Dang. Who'd he play? Um, good question. Jeff loves those movies. <laughs> I do. I do. I don't remember who he played, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to look up the IMDb try to find his name. Okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, oh, Terry. I don't we... know who Terry was, but that's who he played. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch it and see if I find a Terry. <laughs> I hope you just sure, buy out. I hope you just roll your eyes back and just like start watching it in your head, <laughs> <laughs> and then name the exact like second marker. He's on Back to the Future One, huh? just Back to the Future Two. Yeah, I think Roger Rabbit really kicked him off. I bet. I bet he's probably part of um, Young Biff's gang. I would imagine. Uh, Terry Terry looks like a mechanic here. Okay. <laughs> Terry fixed Biff Tannen's Ford Super Deluxe Convertible after Biff's collision with the manure truck. Oh. Terry had been unable to start the car while working on it and wondered if the vehicle was fitted with some kind of kill switch. Biff explained that no one could start his car except him. Yeah, which is helpful for when you bring it in to get it fixed. When when Terry mentioned that the bill was $302.57, Biff got angry and refused to pay it. So, yeah, yeah, Terry's the, that's, that's who he played. Wow. Amazing. 
Wow. The following section is considered non-canon or is disputed in canonicity. Oh. What? Were people just fucking freestyling on this? <laughs> what the fuck? What, what is going on here? Maybe they talk about deleted scenes? I don't know. I don't know. 60 years later, Terry was seen in 2015 with a portable thumbprint representing the Hill Valley Preservation Society and raising money to preserve the clock tower as a historic landmark. Do you guys remember him now? Nope. Vaguely. Like the clock tower lady of eight, uh, 1985, Terry approached Marty McFly for a donation. Marty, who had traveled there from 1985, was surprised to learn the outcome of the World Series. That doesn't really relate to Terry. Oh, oh, it does, though. When Terry mentioned that he wishes he could go back to the beginning of the season to bet on the Chicago Cubs, wow. he inadvertently wow. gave Marty the idea to purchase Gray's he's Sports the, Almanac. He's the antithesis of, this whole, of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, Terry is actually a crucial, crucial part of the Back to the Future And I didn't films. remember him at all. No, you, you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't remember Terry. Do they ever say the name Terry in this fucking thing? Brett, put a feather in your cap because you just got one over on Jeff. I think you did, but I'll take the I'll take the assist. You yeah, you looked up you looked up Terry. You or rather you knew who Terry was. Baited him. Somewhat. Yeah. Uh, so I think we can move on to the next segment. <laughs> we can't. Now that Jeff's we bottom cannot. is nice and red. Yeah, we can. No it's the candy segment now. No, we have we have to do the Jurassic Park to end it. it remember, because you would no, we you don't. Refu- See? You refuse to do the candy no transitions. Now the we end the movie segment by Jurassic Parking something. No, and then we move on. When I no, when I said that, I said anytime you mention the Jurassic Park Island idea <laughs> in the movie segment, that segment automatically ends. Not we cannot end the segment unless <laughs> someone mentions the Jurassic Park Island idea. Okay. The tunes and I just, I, have lost Toontown, right? Mm-hmm. They're refugees. They're looking for somewhere to go. I bet he There's puts an them island, on an island 120 yeah. miles off the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do they make money? It's a toon park. All right. Do you, <laughs> do you guys remember Runts? You guys a fan of Runts? Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If they're trying to make money, but they need to go to the island because they're on the run, mm-hmm. who's going to go to that island and give them money? Humans that they're on the run from? Think think before you speak, Jeff. <laughs> um, think. It doesn't make any sense. Unless, and to be fair to Jeff, unless they dress up like very realistic dinosaurs and eventually kill people who came to look at dinosaurs because they're getting revenge at the people who drove them out as students. Oh, yeah, there's a group that's trying to kill them, it right? It kind of makes sense when you think of it like yeah. that. Yeah. Brett, mm-hmm. I think instead of Jamiroquai, you're going to have to change your middle name to Yankee Doodle because that's another feather you cap, son. <laughs> oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> I was really anticipating the, uh, the dig, so I was kind of bracing myself. <laughs> you, you can't guess where I'm going. <laughs> Fine, someone is rounding up cartoon characters. After the Civil Jeff, we're done. Yeah. We're done. You're not getting a feather in your cap here. We're done with that segment. Fine. Candy. Runts? Yeah. You remember Runts? That better be what you said. I don't... I No, I don't. You don't remember them at all? Damn. Not really. Are they like... Oh, are they like... No, th- no. Those are nerds. I was thinking nerds. Are nerds yeah. like Runts? They, these ones are shaped like, uh, like the fruits. They're hard candies. Very powdery. Oh, yeah. I looked up a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had them. Z at the end or an S? No, just an S. Just R-U-N-T-S. an S. The, 
Oh, wow, yeah. The color palette. Yeah. I remember thinking they're nasty because they were like kind of like Skittles, but not really. They're cho- they were very chalky, very chalky. I yeah, I think the uh, I have a distinct memory now that I've seen them of the banana flavor. Mm-hmm. It was overpowering. Yeah, a lot of people love the banana flavor. I, I would avoid it if I could. I'd, I'd go for the cherry, strawberry, orange. I'd, I'd eat the lime, but didn't didn't enjoy that that much. I liked when they introduced watermelon. Did not like blue raspberry, but then I, then I fell off before they switched it again. Jeff, I feel like maybe they should just turn to a fifteen-minute rant that you give about runs, because <laughs> I'd listen. Um, right, Sean says he hasn't had runs. Have you had runs? No, I've had runs. I just haven't had them recently, and okay. I don't have a very clear memory. It's probably been twenty-five years since I've had runs. Damn. Damn. Did you remember liking them? No, I remember disliking them. I remember them being bad-tasting Skittles. <laughs> there's, there's a picture on their Wikipedia page of a bunch of them lined up next to a ruler like a, like a police photo, like they were involved in a crime. It's like you're reading this article, you're like, okay, okay they were candies. How big was this banana? Do you think it was actual right. banana size? Right. There's, the size uh, of lime? There's some psychos who separated just the bananas and are selling them. Yeah, the banana was like the most popular and also the worst one. At bulk. Yeah. Because the other ones are released... Ah. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Because the banana one was, was very, like, sweet. Actually, no. I, my thing is really important. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that, Jeff? Yeah. His <laughs> ruddy little cheeks... <laughs> Bank the red again. <laughs> I didn't even plan to do that. I just... The spirit filled me up, you know? <laughs> the spirit overcame me. Um, I just wanted to ask, why don't, why don't all companies do that? Like, when you have a multitude of flavors, yeah. why don't you also just sell little packs of the single flavors? Once, As soon as you know there's a clear favorite... Yeah. I mean, Starburst started doing that, and Lifesavers started doing that. But not enough people do. I mean, Skittles should be in that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why don't you consult with candy companies, Jeff? You're really good at it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Sean's the idea, man. I mean... Pitch together. Yeah, it's true. No, did you just see our interaction? (laughs) We can't be busting in on each other in the mid-sentence just for comedy. It's <laughs> <laughs> terribly unprofessional. This Wikipedia page also has them loose in a, uh, what are those things called? A gumball machine? Now, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you that. put the quarter in and turn yeah. it. Yeah. I, I knew I must have gotten candy that way once or twice. But, um, I think you've gotten candy sticking, every way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the idea of just twisting, putting a quarter in, twisting it out, and getting loose things of runts out of there—I don't—I don't think I could do it anymore. Imagine I, the I, person who's stocking that thing too. Yeah, just dumping it in, or like the grubby hands yeah. that are going in that little slot. You know, that's never cleaned. Yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons now, particularly you couldn't do that anymore. But <laughs> isn't it, Jeff? It's pretty wild that there's going to be like there's going to be like probably a history 
Channel documentary, and they're going to interview you about these vending machines for candy. Like, you're going to be the expert in the future. <laughs> right? And they're going to do, like, the slow-panned sepia tint mm-hmm. cross-shot, where yeah. they just, like... Well, uh, I remember getting some runs out of them at least once or twice. This, this would have been ninety ninety one. <laughs> this is the S four model. Had a real jamming issue. <laughs> <laughs> now this one, you get away with. You turn it a little slower, you get more candy. <laughs> they fixed that next to you. This model here. Though. You're asking if you could use a, a washer instead of a quarter. You go, well, <laughs> you put a <laughs> you put a quarter in. You turn that slow enough, you get seventy five cent worth of candy right there. Um, well, what is that accent? I don't like I that. I don't know. Yeah, that, don't that took a know. turn. That took a turn, buddy. I'm going to give him the benefit <clears throat> of the doubt that it was just a southern guy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, did you ever have chewy runts? I have Jeff? had chewy runts, yeah. they. How were they? Fine. They're the kind of chewy that... Um, <laughs> it's They don't... It's... The chew isn't there, like soft and kind of stretchy, but they don't have a, a good chew like a like a fruit snack or a Skittle or a Starburst. Had it was like a, there's a lot of give to them. Chewy runt is a great insult. <laughs> is there such thing as a candy sommelier? <laughs> there is now. Jeff's one. Did you know that chewy runs were discontinued in 2014, the same year that guy you like oh, died? No, moment wow. Did they discontinue them in honor of his memory? Probably. Is this like a moment of silence for Chewy Runs? Mm-hmm. Maybe. You guys are a pair of Chewy Runs. <laughs> um, That's going to sound like a hard cut. Like we cut a bunch of stuff out and it's not. I just, I pivoted. Were they wartime? And when were they made? Well, they're owned by Nestle now. Um, oh, God. <laughs> So but it first seen on the market in 1982. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So in the, uh, maybe in the Contra conflict of South America? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Iran Contra. Um, It's saying um, the consistency is similar to a sweet tart, so that's where you get that powdery grossness. Um, This this is a pretty young candy, though, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just seems like it, we should. What could have been up to since the '80s? I mean, there's. They kind of nailed the banana shape, but they did a shitty job on everything else. Yeah, the watermelon is like a heart shape. The lime, the, the strawberry, the strawberry is okay. <clears throat> yeah, I suppose the orange. I mean, what are you going to do with an orange? Yeah, and then. The old lime looks better than, than the lime from, like, 2007. But. Uh, why don't they come out with more fruit flavors? Like, like passion fruit and kiwi. Yeah, kiwi. They, they had introduced pineapple and mango at one point. <laughs> yeah. But those are terrible candy flavors, in my, opi- in my opinion. Coconut? What about, it could be filled um, with, like, milk? Yeah. Oh, you do coconut, <clears throat> and you put a little, like, sugar water in the middle, like those other candies. But it's also Gooshers. a really hard shell. You crack your teeth mm. nine times out of ten. Yeah. The dentist wet dream runs. <laughs> Chewy runs. <laughs> um, a variation known as tropical runs was available in the 90s. Um, 
the pineapple and mango originated in that. A similar variant, Rock and Runts, existed in the 90s, containing watermelon, grape, pineapple, lemon, and raspberry. Raspberry? Yeah, I don't remember Rock and Runts. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, short Wikipedia page on the Runts here. It's only 38 they, years. Um, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're pretty young. But it doesn't really tell us if Nestle invented the Runt or if they just bought it, you know? Let's see what says, crime organization Nestle has to say about it on their page. Runs were introduced by the Willy Wonka Candy Company in 1982. I don't know if that was before or after they were bought by Nestle. Uh, okay, so they were made by the Wonka Company before they were acquired by Nestle yeah. in this 1980. Cannot cannot be one of the reasons Nestle wanted them, though. <laughs> no, it's probably the nerds. Because they did a lot with nerds once they acquired them. Bananarama. shit. Whole bag of bananas. <laughs> I think all the gross little hands separating the bananas, though. Mm. I think the machine just does it. Yeah, I think. I, I think, think. I think you gotta. They make the individual colors and they mix them. Really? Because I feel like it's yeah. like basically one of our uncles selling them at like a flea market. <laughs> don't say a flea market. Say Rita Ranch. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to keep it open, and people don't know that specific one. <laughs> Put some respect in your tone when you say it, first of all. <laughs> well, I'm going to put runts at the bottom of the barrel, in part because I only kind of remember them, and in part because they mm. seemed like they did a really bad job at a simple candy thing, which is making a fruit flavor. I mean, i got to go middle of the road. I mean, I, li- I like a lot of the fruit flavors. The orange was strong, the cherry was strong, when they had watermelon, it was strong. They're good. I think they're good. Brett, do you hate them? Bottom of barrel for me. Yeah. I haven't touched them in over 25 years. Wow, they have the, um, if you Google image search and scroll down a little bit, they've got the five-pound bag, and it's got an outline of a person sitting, and it shows you how much of the body it fills up. What? Or no, there's, there's like, standing at a table, but it's, like, their entire stomach. You just Google search runts or uh, runts candy? Runts candy. I see a Runs Candy tank top, which is a tank top printed on it. It has a, a close-up of Runs. Oh, I see that. I see that. Yeah. 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 I'm still going down. Yeah. I'm seeing what looks like all. Oops. All of. I'm sorry, Brett. I'm in this now. It looks like <laughs> someone took all of the banana ones and put them in a clear plastic coffin. Do <laughs> <laughs> you send it to us in the hangout? Yeah. I can find that. I'm, I can find stuff. Oof, I'm still not seeing Brett's message. In the Google chat. Yeah, that's yeah I, I just got it in the Google chat. Just hope to hang on for a second. <laughs> here is, hey, here is a picture of a woman wearing a bra with a bunch of runs glued on what it. What you Google? Why? I Googled runs candy. Listen. Maybe my safe shirt is safe search is on. Uh, I see a guy in a t-shirt with could what could be runs on it. Runs branded t-shirt. Uh, oh, is it a grayed out body, Brett? Yep. Where is? Yep. I see that. Yep. And she's got a bag in his stomach, basically. Yep. This is interesting content for a listener. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, what do you Let's think of the runs packaging? More <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you think of the runs packaging? You know, orange box. Looks like one time they had tins and bags. 
you guys even look at the runs bra I sent you a link? <laughs> I'm not I'm not getting any of them unless you're sending them via the standard text. But I'm not getting anything. No. Uh, no, I don't want this on my phone. <laughs> Oops, I scrolled down on Pinterest and I'm seeing a lot of bras with candy glued to them. I'm gonna oh, here's oh, a fashion I see show the bra. Where I see the bra, I found it. The bra is a bunch of pancakes. Yeah. This is actually making me pretty uncomfortable. Why so click away? Why is that a thing? Um, perverts probably. What do you? It's a hard candy. Perverts. What do you do? You gotta like, just leave it. Uh, I gotta, dude, I gotta eat it off. Yeah, but it, it's I gotta glued. eat it off her bra, dude. It's glued on, right? Yeah, I'm know. not the kind of dude that's bothered by eating some glue, dude. Just, just have the, just eat the runts separate. But what are they glued to, bro? <laughs> 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 So uh, if anyone out there... Spring is, break forever! <laughs> if anyone is into the um, candy glued on bras, um, send us an email. Uh, send us a picture. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> send us an email and just let us know what is that about. What do you like about it? What's the, what's the purpose? Just, just so I know, without having to ruin my Google history. You hate the idea of wasted candy, Jeff. <laughs> it's not for decoration, it's for eating. Brett, would you try runts again? Nope. Modern day? Nope. You wouldn't? Not a chance. Closest thing I've come to runts is uh, Trader Joe's has those like fruit jelly things. I'll eat those. <sighs> goes, it's not even close. Bragging about his Trader Joe's shopping again. <laughs> He's a big hot shot because he knows where Trader Joe's is. <laughs> uh, a fruit jelly is not even close to a runt. They're both fruit involved. I guess. So do you, do you like any of the uh, the powdered fruit stuff, like the hard, like a Smartie or a bottle cap? I mean, if it's on an island, tart. like off the coast of Costa Rica, <laughs> is that in the segment? <laughs> but you you won't eat, you won't eat any, any kind of candy like that. Uh, I mean, you're not a big candy guy I don't anyway. Like anymore. candy that much? Hmm. Yeah, unless it's from Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but uh, I know where Trader Joe's is. <laughs> All right, that's been the Heads Up Podcast <laughs> with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. Brett. We had a special... Yeah, wait for, to be introduced, for Christ's okay. sake. We had a special guest. It was Brett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can email us, headsuppod at gmail.com, if you want to yeah. send... I mean, Jeff was soliciting <laughs> bra pics <laughs> like a pervert. Um, the people that are into that kind of thing, I want to hear. Uh, only if you're into it, bro. I don't want to see pictures of it. I just want to know what the deal is. <laughs> yeah. Like, where do you even buy them, dude? <laughs> Who knows? Um, the answer is Etsy, obviously. But there's yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> um, For all you gold members out there, if you want to hit, hit us up on uh, social media. Mike Myers is extremely litigious, and I don't think that you're going to slip by with that. <laughs> oh, you know those shirts, those oversized shirts that have bikinis on them? You should make one with candy bikinis, Jeff. Sell that. I, I, I don't want. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you do. You're going to have a lot of time to think about it. Maybe it'd be like the fur, the fursuit where I just have a, in Comic Sans that say, candy bra. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to hit that note yeah. too hard too often, you know. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, okay, thanks. So, <laughs> there's... 
Uh, saying thanks is a great way to shut somebody else <laughs> up. Um, there's also uh, Twitter and I think an Instagram. They're both at Heads Up Pod. Yeah. Um, there's a store where probably pretty soon you can buy a bra and Jeff will sell it to you. <laughs> probably at a discount if he, you know, he'll glue a bunch of candy to it and then you get to send him some dirty pics wearing it. <laughs> Candy he pulled out of a machine loose. Yeah, with his filthy little hands. Gets his greasy little paws all over him. Yeah. I don't know what the I don't know what the link to that is though. That's a nice bra. I wonder what it'll look like with Skittles on it. Oh, oh, it's um it's um headsup.pornhub.com, I think. Is that's just how Jeff's selling, you know. Jeff, you know what? I feel like I feel like you and I should have an OnlyFans account. <laughs> I don't. If, if if you can set it up, I'll do it. Do you know what that is? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I won't. I won't do the kind of. Whoops! Oh, you tipped your hand, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I don't know why we're not doing these just live on OnlyFans. <laughs> and when we reach a certain uh, when we reach a certain dollar amount, that's when we end the podcast just immediately. <laughs> What's the real thing? It's not... You don't have a Pornhub account. No. You would never. No. Uh, it's basically cheating, so... <laughs> Headsup.threadless.com. Yep. So, go spend money on things there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did we get the Dirty Boy shirts up from uh, Brett's last episode? <laughs> really? You do? Yeah. Do you have a Crime Wave shirt that's in shirt form? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> it looks pretty cool, too. <laughs> It's got like that old. The, it's got like that old VHS, like wavering. Oh, that's good. I like that. Oh, it is. Oh, it's like a fake VHS. That's mm-hmm. good. Oh, that's so good. Wow, I don't like some of these. Yeah, they're not all winners. I mean, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I can pare it down. Usually, just well, no, you fun. can keep it up. I just tweet, tweet Cummings. Maybe isn't. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> but it's not hitting as hard. Yeah. Remember when Kyle sued us? <laughs> You're right. You can leave it up. It's fine. Uh, this has been Heads Up Podcast, and we're wow, popping off. the Crime Wave one is good. Two of those. Is $12? Can we change the name to a Broadway cat? And then when you say it, they go, meow. And hold their paws out on the side. Cut that out, too. Chris Tucker's going to give the performance of a lifetime when he sees that Jessica Rabbit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I think instead of Jamiroquai, you're going to have to change your middle name to Yankee Doodle because that's another feather in your cap, son. You guys are a pair of chewy runts.